0: Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, Episode 72, How to Use PowerPress to Set Up Your WordPress Blog for Podcasting. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Audacity to Podcast. I am Daniel J. Lewis. Also known as The Ramen Noodle on Twitter. And I'm so glad that you're here. This is the podcast about podcasting, teaching you how to podcast and how to work with audacity, giving you the guts and teaching you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And today's lesson is going to be both at a basic level, if you are looking to start podcasting, as well as if you are already podcasting, there are some things in this that you might not have heard before and can give you an idea of some awesome things to do with your podcast or ways that you can have more power over your podcast. I will be talking completely about the PowerPress plugin for WordPress. PowerPress is a plugin that will allow you to turn your WordPress... WordPress blog into a full-fledged podcasting platform very easily with just one single plugin. It handles all that technical stuff like media enclosures for you and the the player for you. It puts a player on your page. It can even give you an HTML5 compatible player, which simply means that the player that you use can then work on mobile devices without requiring flash or newer browsers it's really great i love it powerpress is made by blueberry that's without the ease you can visit them at blueberry.com but let's take this from a start to finish approach and give you a complete overview of powerpress how to use it how to set it up even just starting from the beginning how to install it which is pretty simple now i have show notes kind of for this over at the audacity to com slash 72 the reason I say kind of is because I am recording this and will turn this into a video post as well so that you'll be able to watch me do these things after the fact. And I'm doing this live on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern time and they're getting to see this also live as I do this. So I'm working with a demo site and right now I've just got it demopodcast.noodle.mx that may or not be online by the time you check this out. So I'm going to log into my admin interface so that I can then install the plugin that I need and configure it the way I need to. So to do that, whatever the podcast address is, which in my case it's demopodcast.noodle.mx, just add slash wp-admin to the end of that. And that takes you to your WordPress admin interface. You may need to log in first. But once you're logged in, you are looking at your dashboard. This is where WordPress, of course, gives you a whole bunch of stuff about your site and informs you of things that you need to know about your site and certain updates and what's available new information. If you already have PowerPress installed on your site and configured, you may even get to see some PowerPress information here on the front page. Like it will give you some stats and some information of telling you how many people have downloaded your episode and so forth. So once we're logged into the interface then you need to go to plugins and add new Because we're going to install PowerPress for the first time. If you're running on a standard WordPress site that is not network, then just enter the name PowerPress, one word, PowerPress, into search. If you're running WordPress in multi-site, multi-user, network, whatever you want to call it, then you need to go into your network interface in order to search and install the plugin. But you find it, install it, and activate it once you get it installed. And this is a very fast process and as long as you have your website server configured correctly or your host has it configured correctly, this will all install for you. You can also upload it. There are different ways that you can install this. So we've installed and activated Blueberry PowerPress. Super easy to install. It adds a new option on the left side of our WordPress and I am doing this in WordPress 3.3.1 So over on the left side I have a new option that says PowerPress and there's a little blueberry there. So clicking on that then takes me over to my PowerPress settings. This is the overview of where we're going to go from here. This first page is just a welcome page and gives you some information, some great stuff that you should check out every now and then and keep up to date on what they post in here. But you'll notice at the bottom of this page, and we'll see this throughout these pages of settings are these advanced options. We have audio vi- audio player options, video player options and those are already checked and grayed out. You can't disable those. Then there's custom podcast channels, category casting and meta marks. Those last three options you can enable or disable depending on what you need. Custom podcast channels are if you have a single podcast, and by podcast I'm referring to show, not podcast episodes, but your overall individual show. So you have one show, but you release it in multiple formats. Maybe you do a video podcast, and so you have your video-only feed, and then your audio episodes. Or maybe, well, because of the nature of video, maybe you do video in 720p 1080p standard mobile audio so maybe you have five different formats that you release your podcast in that might sound extremely complicated to set up but it's really quite easy all you have to do is enable custom podcast channels because this lets you embed additional formats for each episode so these are your channels And we'll go ahead and enable that so I can walk you through this. Then there's category podcasting. This is if you host multiple podcasts on a single website. I recommend that you use this category casting or category podcasting option because this allows you to set up a podcast for each category on your site. So that way you can have some hierarchy. And if you're running a network from a single installation of WordPress, this makes it really easy how you can tweak those podcasting settings for that podcast within a single WordPress, not having to do an advanced installation of network or multi-site or anything like that. Then there's this third option, MetaMarks. This was added in PowerPress 3.0. This is going to, I really hope, this is going to take over where enhanced podcasts were, where at certain points in your timeline, you can post certain things or links or pictures. Metamarks will set that for you. So I've enabled all three of these just for the sake of demonstration and explaining them to you. You may or may not need each of these things but I'll tell you how to use them anyway. So we come to the next tab in PowerPress after I've saved those settings and you can switch between these tabs without saving settings but I went ahead and saved those settings at first. The second tab we see is basic settings. This gives us A few things well a lot of things really but it's all focused on how you enter your podcast episode into a blog post because the way podcasting works is you write a blog post and you attach a podcast episode to that so this basic settings tab is how we attach our podcast episodes to a blog post the default settings with this are fine But some of the special settings that you'll get with this that you may be interested in are different options that you can have when you insert your episode. One of the things I like to do is I like to enable the iTunes summary field. This allows me to write a custom description for my podcast episode that will display in iTunes instead of it will default to just using all of the text from my blog. So I write these custom descriptions so they're much shorter and share the feedback information because I'm making the assumption, yes it is an assumption, but I think it's a reasonable one, I'm making the assumption that someone who's playing a podcast in iTunes or on their media mobile iOS device or Apple device does not want to see the full show notes in a very unformatted, condensed way and hard to read way. Instead, they probably like to see a description of what the episode is about maybe the list of the basic points you share in your episode, and the feedback information. So that's what I include. When I have a definite list in my episode, I include that. When I have an excerpt, I include that. And I include my feedback information. So you can enable this on a per-episode basis by turning on this iTunes summary field. There are several other fields here for iTunes that you can adjust And many other different fields, like you can have an embed field, so you can paste in embed code from sites like YouTube, Vidler, or Blip, or many other sites. You can display or disable the download and play options on a per-episode basis. That's what all of these options are for, is giving you extra power on a per-episode basis. If you enable this option but don't actually use it, then that's fine. It will fall back to its defaults. You don't have to worry about entering information every time. But then come down to the spot where it says show advanced episode entry settings because there are some great options in here. Actually, just one in particular, and that is the default media URL. If you always upload your podcast to the same place and the URLs for the episode downloads are always the same, you can save some time and stress by entering part of that URL in here. An example for myself is I host all of my podcast episodes or I access them all through a subdomain on my site. So, what I enter for my default media URL is http://media.noodle.mx/slash. So, what that does is it will assume this path. Unless I give it something different, starting with HTTP, it will assume this path from now on. So when I enter an episode, I don't have to enter HTTP colon slash slash media dot noodle dot MX slash podcast episode one dot MP3. I just enter podcast episode one dot MP3 into my entry fields for every episode. Now, if I have an offsite linked episode, I can still paste that full URL in here and it will be fine. This is just the default. You can still override it. Now, if you're using Libsyn to host your media files, then this address would probably be something like http colon slash slash traffic dot com slash your podcast name slash and that would be it. But look at what your podcast download links are and just take the part as long as it's the same for every episode. Take the first part besides your podcast episode file itself the mp3 file take that first part and you can paste it in here and you'll never have to type that again from now on you just enter your episode1.mp3 or the name of your file and it will be fine so this is what i love to do on my site to save time is enter my media.noodle.mx in there and you don't have to have the trailing slash i often add it just to make sure that it's there but you don't have to Then they give you a couple other options like you can have it require you to specify the file size or it can automatically do it. Automatically is pretty easy for these things. The option for auto adding media is so that if you link to a media file like an mp3 file just in the body of your podcast this will automatically turn that into the podcast episode. But the way I suggest doing this is deliberately link to your media through the podcast entry form in a new blog post, which I'll talk more about when we get to that spot. And then there are warnings that you can disable. So that's the basic settings tab. We'll move on to the services and stats tab. This is where if you have a third-party service that allows you to track your download information, like Blueberry is what I use to track my media download stats, or maybe you use some other service What you do is you add your redirect URL into here. And the way these services typically work, like Blueberry, for example, is that they give me a URL and I paste that in here. So when you actually download my files, you're downloading from something like http colon slash slash media dot blueberry dot com slash http colon slash slash media dot noodle dot mx. That whole thing. So what it's doing is it briefly goes through Blueberry then it comes back to my site to download the information that way it gets hit by their servers and they get to track it so if you have a redirect url this is where you would paste it in you can also easily configure your blueberry stats service right in here through this system and it will ask you to log into your blueberry account and it can just very easily link to your blueberry account there this isn't required for you this is totally optional But I do like it. I recommend Blueberry's stats and especially their premium stats are great. Only $5 a month and really nice handy premium stats. Then we come to the Media Appearance tab. This tab is pretty important. The first two options are basic enable and disable links. You want this to stay enabled. Then you have Blog Posts and Pages options. And it gives you the option of where do you want your media to display with the little player and the links? Below the content, above the content, disable, or do you want it also to display in your WordPress excerpts? I recommend that you display your media above your page content because isn't it terrible for someone to read an entire blog post, spend an hour or so reading an entire blog post, and then realize when they get to the end that, oh, I could have listened to the podcast. I don't have another extra hour to listen to the podcast. You want your podcast, if you're a podcaster, you want your podcast to be near the top of the page so people can see that right away and play that. So I suggest putting that above page content. Then the next option I suggest you click is display media links in WordPress excerpts. This will allow your podcast to display wherever you have excerpts in WordPress. So this would be like when you have multiple listings of posts on a page, your search results, your archives, your homepage. And this does depend a little bit on your theme of whether you have excerpts enabled. But this allows you to then add a player on those excerpts, which is great because then people can get to your site, press play right there. They don't have to click any more to get to a specific episode that you have listed on your front page. They can just press play right there and it's super easy. Then there are other options of what you want to display along with it. The player, the download link, embed link. The embed link allows you to display code so that others can embed your podcast episode into their website, which is really cool. There are also some ways that you can override certain settings on there and enable the Flow Player Classic if you're using the M4A audio settings which hopefully you're not using I really don't recommend that but if you are there are some options here. So then let's go to the feeds tab this is really important now a lot of this stuff you can override with FeedBurner but I recommend that you set it in PowerPress because you get a lot more control here in PowerPress and this is setting it at your source by podcasters who really understand podcasting the best. If the feed spec ever changes, Blueberry is going to be a lot faster updating PowerPress than Google is going to be updating FeedBurner. So I recommend that you set your podcast feed settings here in in PowerPress, even if you're going to take your stuff out to FeedBurner. Just don't enable SmartCast on FeedBurner, or otherwise you'll override all of your settings here. So the first three options we get are we can enhance all the feeds, the main feed only, or don't enhance the feeds. And it explains which of these, uh, what options you get with each of these. I just leave it at enhance all feeds. Then it gives me this special podcast only feed. And depending on whether you have permalinks enabled, if you don't have permalinks enabled yet, this podcast feed will look something like yourdomain.com slash question mark feed equals podcast. Now I'm going to save my settings that I've made so far and go into my WordPress options under settings and permalinks and then quickly set my permalinks to post name which is what I like to use for my permalink structure and this is in WordPress 3.3 and later versions that you can set it like this. So when I set my Uh, permalinks to post name it allows me to come back into powerpress and now my feed special podcast only feed is now slash feed slash podcast slash this is a lot easier to understand and it doesn't look so weird this is the feed that would be just your podcast episodes no matter which category you put them in Now if you're running multiple podcasts on your site and you're using the category podcasting feature then you get this option for each of those categories and we'll get to that in a moment. But this is your podcast only feed so no matter what category you post a podcast under it will get picked up by this podcast only feed. Blog posts like that don't have episodes will not show up in here. So I do recommend this is what you use if you're have a single podcast website if you have a multi-podcast website with categories we'll get to that in a minute there's this other option now that they've added called feed discovery where you can include the podcast feed in your html headers that sounds really technical but here's how it works when you visit a website that has an rss feed which most websites do nowadays you've probably noticed in your browser that a little rss icon appears somewhere near the top probably in the address bar Somewhere around there, or something that's capturing the site's primary RSS feed. Doing enabling this feed discovery sticks in the podcast RSS feed in there as well. So that if you want people to come to your website and through their browser or whatever special tools they're using, be able to detect that you have also a podcast only feed, then they could subscribe to that instead of just describing to your default feed. Be careful though, make sure that you test before and after you enable this option because I have heard that it breaks on a couple themes. Maybe not the default or the most popular themes, but it has broken on a couple themes before. Moving on down is the feed settings option. This is great because if you are using what the feed that PowerPress gives you, the first option here under feed settings is show the most recent number of episodes. So we can have our overall site RSS feed be, we'll say it's just 20 posts. So that includes maybe 10 blog posts and 10 podcast episodes. In this feed settings option for PowerPress, we can change our number to something much higher like 50. And so our podcast only feed will contain up to 50 podcast episodes and nothing else. That's completely separate from the rest of our site settings. This is wonderful because then you can have that feed that's made for podcasts that has a lot more episodes than your regular post feed does. And it doesn't get mixed up with your blog posts either. Your RSS2 image is very important. And you can do the same thing with this as you can within the iTunes feed image, which I'll mention in a moment, is you can either paste in a URL to... An image you have now this image should be 144 by 144 pixels that's pretty much a hard standard this is the RSS 2 image not your iTunes image but it can be just a smaller version of your podcast cover art which by the way if you need podcast cover art please let me know I design it professionally you can go over to podcastcoverart.com and check out my portfolio of podcast cover art I've designed for other people and I can design it for you too and I design stuff so it looks good at 144 by 144, as well as big sizes. We'll use a big size later. But so you can paste in a URL if you've already uploaded this image somewhere, or instead you can click to check mark this little spot that says upload a new image, and we can choose a file from somewhere on our computers. So I'm going to find an image here to upload, and I'm just picking a standard portrait of myself to upload and I've chosen that and now when I click save it will upload that image. If your image is too big though, well it may not resize it for you. In fact it won't resize it for you. So it would be best if you resize your image before you upload it. Otherwise you're going to end up with an image that's too big for the RSS2 spec. Then you have further options of setting your feed language. Of course, set this to something, if it's anything other than your blog's default, which is probably English. You can set your copyright information. And PowerPress has added two other things to this feed that it's a standard they've, they're have they suggesting is that you can specify your location of where you podcast. Since I podcast from Cincinnati, or near Cincinnati, I write in Cincinnati, Ohio, and you can post your episode frequency. So I write weekly, since most of my podcasts are weekly. And I can enter copyright information as well to this, so that when people get this feed, this copyright information will be embedded inside the feed. That's the Feeds tab. Now we go to the iTunes tab. In here, the first option that gives us is the iTunes subscription URL. You can ignore that. They're not able to take advantage of this as much as they could before, but this does at least give you a place to put it if you forget it later. Scrolling on down, though, you have more options, and if you are setting your iTunes feed from PowerPress instead of from FeedBurner, then I recommend you click where it says show advanced iTunes settings. This lets you enter your subtitle, your summary, or the description of your podcast, and even more about your podcast. You can enter keywords, pick your categories here, and please, 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 this is a pet peeve of mine. If you have a podcast, do not put your podcast under the the podcasting category. That's not what that is for. The podcasting, every category you're looking at on this page of iTunes categories, these are podcast categories. So the technology and podcasting subcategory is supposed to be for people who are actually talking about podcasting, like in the Audacity to Podcast or some of my other friends' podcasts, uh, the Podcaster Studio with Ray Ortega or School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson or Podcast Answer Man with Cliff Ravenscraft, those belong in the podcasting category. If you have Billy Bob Killed a Chicken podcast and it talks nothing about the art and technique of podcasting, do not put it under the podcasting category, no matter what you feel like doing. The podcasting category, okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox now, but pick a couple categories pick your main category and that's what will appear in iTunes then you have this more option and you can put your podcast in two other categories or up to two other categories and again if you are using FeedBurner's SmartCast option it will override these settings so if you're setting this in PowerPress then you don't need SmartCast in FeedBurner if you're setting these in FeedBurner's SmartCast settings then you don't need to set these in powerpress it's it's just repeating work for yourself and it means if you have a problem you have to go check in two different places so pick one or the other i'm favoring using powerpress to handle my podcasting settings instead of FeedBurner smartcast then there's this other option itunes explicit gives you three options no display nothing yes explicit content and clean no explicit content I like the way they explain this here on PowerPress. It's different than the way FeedBurner does. The way the clean tag was originally designed is that it meant your podcast would what had explicit content at one time, but it's now cleaned up from that. But that's not the way people perceive it because when people see a clean tag in on a podcast, they just assume, oh, it's clean. So I recommend if you make it a purpose of keeping your podcast content clean and i would suggest what that would mean is rated g with no foul language no off-color content no inappropriate jokes or nothing adult level or overly violent or anything like that where how you draw that line is a little bit gray but i i think you probably know generally what should be considered marked clean if you cover really explicit stuff have lots of foul language then definitely mark it yes it's explicit if you're just a normal podcaster and occasional minor profanity slips in then you could probably just leave this as the no tag that it's just you're being natural you're not overly explicit you're not making an intent uh, making it intentional to be clean but you're just being Normal. So you could use the note there. Next field is very important. This is your iTunes image. And this is what iTunes will see and display with your podcast, not your individual episodes. Those are your ID3 tags. This is what iTunes displays in the search results and in your individual podcast listing on both the website and in the iTunes store in the program. So this is where you put your 600 by 600 image. This used to be 300 by 300. Someday it may be 1200 by 1200, which is why I design cover art at 1200 by 1200, which is what you get if you buy podcast cover art from me over at podcastcoverart.com. If you have your cover art already uploaded, you can again paste a URL or you can upload it right here by clicking the upload new image spot, finding your image and attaching that so it will upload then you have additional options like the talent night name the email address and more so i'm leaving those things for now then there's this last option the tv settings there's just one choice of or one list of options here and that is the rating for your content If you are on the Blueberry Network or many of these different networks that work on getting you on TV devices like Roku or uh, Boxy or many of these other things, then you need a TV rating. So rate your podcast. If you are PG or G or whatever, then make sure that you include that in the rating so that parents or anyone who has this kind of content filtering setup for these more advanced RSS feeds will be able to get that. So these are the basic podcast settings. Now let's go on to PowerPress audio player settings. Not just the regular settings, but the audio player. And the first thing we want to do is select a different audio player because they'll display something that is the Flow Player Classic, which is the default Flash Player. So that won't work on iPhones or someday it won't work on Android devices since Adobe has announced that they are ceasing Flash Player production. Instead, scroll down to the bottom of this list and you'll find the HTML5 audio player option. Click on that and click Activate and Configure Now. This will make an HTML5 player for you that if someone's browser does not have HTML5, it will fall back to the Flash player. So this is really great. It's compatible. And... At my request, Blueberry added this new feature to PowerPress that you can upload your own play icon. So by default there's this tiny little button that looks like a play button, but it doesn't stand out very well on a page. So what I've started doing is designing my own. I just originally I just hacked their system and did this myself. But what I did is I created my own play button that includes text on there like listen to the podcast and it's in bold text so that people can see it and it sticks out a little bit you can put color in here this can be a png so it can have a transparent background if you are familiar with that kind of uh, image work so i've got my little option that i just attached to this again you can either enter a url or you can upload an image and then click save changes i know i'm going through all of this really fast by the way and that's because i want to try and keep this short and it's going to be a long video but you can check out the video over at com slash 72 or maybe listen back to this episode on the slow setting now let's go over to the video player settings for PowerPress. if you have a video podcast then this is where you would set your options for that if you don't have a video podcast completely ignore this option But just like with the audio player, the first thing we want to do on this page is click the select a different video player link. Scroll down and pick the HTML5 video player. Again, this uses HTML5 when it's available, falls back to flash when HTML5 isn't available. And then you have options as far as how big do you want this video player to be? How do you want it to scale? What do you want the poster image to be? And what kind of icon do you want displayed over this poster image? So it gives you some great opportunities to brand your podcast and brand your video player, too. By default, there will be this little blueberry with a play button on it. You can replace that with your own play button, too. So save your changes if you're a video podcaster. Otherwise, if you're an audio podcaster, just move on. Now, if you've got multiple podcasts on your same WordPress site, that's when you should have or I'm sorry if you have multiple formats of a single podcast this is where you should have the podcast channels option enabled so we come over here to powerpress and click the podcast channels option you won't see this unless you've enabled the podcast channels feature in the powerpress settings so in here we can add our podcast channel so It will start out with the default channel is podcast. I'm going to add an extra channel and I'll call this 720p because we'll pretend I'm a video podcaster and I have a video at 720p and an audio that's just standard mp3 podcast. So the audio is going to stay at podcast and the video I'm going to give it the feed slug of 720p or in this example I'll just say video. Then I click add podcast channel. Super easy to add it, now this gives me extra options that when you look at it, you'll probably feel like deja vu because these are all the same options as you had when you set up your initial feed. So almost every single option that you had when you set up your first feed, you have for setting up these additional channels with one exception. At the end, there's an extra tab called Other Settings this is a way that you can make it a little bit easier for you as you're posting. You can choose that your episodes, your special channels, different formats of each episode, can be colored for easy recognition when you're writing a podcast post. And you can also choose that these podcast episodes will be attached to only certain post types. So it might just be post, which is WordPress's default, Or maybe you have some other specialized post type that your theme or a plugin or something created for you. This is a way that you can handle that too. So these feed settings are what you specify for this channel. And in my case, I'm talking about a 720p video channel. So I can rewrite my title, my description, and everything else special to this podcast episode or this podcast format, and it's all the same options. So then let's go to category podcasting from the PowerPress options on the left side. Again, if you didn't enable this from the PowerPress settings, you won't see this option. So just enable it and then you get this. This is where we can set that we can have separate categories on our podcast uh, site. Now in WordPress, by default, you'll start out with no categories or an uncategorized category. If you want to adjust your categories, go to posts and then click categories. So I'm adding, just as examples, I'm going to add uh, my podcast as one category and then I'll add your podcast as another category. So now I have two categories besides the default uncategorized and then I go back to PowerPress category podcasting and I can select the categories that I want to work with. So by default PowerPress will be applying podcasting settings to the whole blog not just a certain category. If I have multiple podcasts in different categories then I can select my category then I say add podcasting settings to feed then enter my feed information just like I did with the overall settings this is where you can enter stuff like the different titles for your podcast or the different feed burner urls if you use that and many more you can also have the feed landing page url so that your all of your podcast feeds aren't going to just your main site but they could go to your subcategory landing pages or wherever you want them to go for each of these and you have all of these settings just like you did for your overall feed and you can also set up media stats with the redirect url with each category that you have this is how i first had noodle.mx set up when i had when i launched the noodle mix network originally are you just watching and the ramen noodle were my first two podcasts and they were on separate sites then i launched noodle.mx at the same time as i launched the audacity podcast so i brought are you just watching and the ramen noodle into noodle.mx as separate categories. That was in summer of 2010 and Blueberry had just launched. It was in beta stage actually. So I was one of their beta testers for this. The category podcasting option was just coming out then and it was great timing for me since I ran multiple podcasts from multiple categories and it made it super easy for me to do what I wanted to do. Now I've since changed my mind on how I organized that and decided to have separate sites but running from WordPress network Completely different issue. I'm not going to get into that now. Then the last option we have in PowerPress are the tools settings. Actually, not settings, but this gives you some nice tools in here. If you're coming from PowerPress, welcome. We're sorry that you had to go through all that pain, but we're glad you're here. Then you have these options for importing your Power your PodPress episodes, or you can import from some other blog platform. Also. There are options here to change all of your URLs for your podcast episodes. So maybe you've moved from hosting your podcast episodes on archive.org or on, on your own domain or your brother's domain or something, and now you're using Libsyn. Instead of going through and updating every single podcast episode, you can click this find and replace for episode URLs, and then you enter what you want it to look for, and then what you want it to replace that with. Make sure you back up your database before you do this. And that allows you to go through and replace all of those podcast URLs from the old to the new without messing up anything. And then you can also have some more options here, like password protection for certain podcasts or you can add it so if you have multiple users that they can get to this stuff you can clear your podcasting cache and more tools that you have under here. So that's how to set up pod PowerPress and I spent most of my time on this because this is what takes the most time is just to set it up but you know what once you have it set up you don't have to set it up again but you can come back and tweak your settings later on. So now that we've got it all set up we'll go to posts add new posts. Now I'm working with a demo site that has absolutely nothing. So we are going to do this just like we're writing a regular blog post. So you write your title for your episode in the the title section for your post. Then you write your show notes. And by the way, I have a link in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 72 talking about writing effective podcast show notes I highly recommend if you haven't read that or heard that episode before go back and listen to that at some point soon so write your show notes for your podcast episode and then scroll down and you'll see the spot that says podcast episode and if you don't have multiple podcast formats like 720p video audio all of that then you'll see just one of these If you have multiple podcast formats, so you've set up your podcasting channels, then you'll see multiple episode entry channels. So this is where you link to your MP3 file and your 720p video file, as I'm doing in this case. There are two things that you could do with the media URL space. One is you could paste in the full URL for your media file. That whole HTTP colon slash slash blah 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 dot mp3. Or if you set up your default media URL, then just enter the name of your episode into this. And whatever you do in this spot, make sure that you enter the verify or click the verify button for this. So when you click Verify, it just briefly checks it and makes sure that your media is there, that it's compatible, and all of that. And it will automatically pull the byte size of your file and the duration of your file. So you don't have to enter any of that as long as you've got it set for auto-detect duration. Now that auto-detecting the duration only works with MP3 files. So if you have video, then you might want to add that information yourself. Since I've suggested adding that iTunes summary field and enabling that, or any other fields that you might have enabled for your podcast entry form, you now have the options to edit those. If you don't enter anything here, then it will pull, it will fall back to its defaults. If you enter something here, it will use that instead of the defaults. So for the summary, for example, instead of pulling my entire blog post text, then I write a short summary with feedback information so that people can see that quite click quickly on their devices and in the descriptions within iTunes for their podcast episodes. In fact, if you're listening on iTunes, click the little info button on my episodes and you'll see what I'm talking about, that it's not the entire blog post text, it's just these short descriptions. And then do this exact same thing for any additional podcast channels or media types that you have. If you enabled meta marks then you can also add those by clicking the add meta mark option and you can choose what type it is and enter each of that information when it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to do and all of that. Then finish writing the rest of your post as you normally would and select your categories, your tags, your keywords, whatever you want there. Publish your post And then when you go to your site, you will find that you now have a podcast episode on your site with a player embedded on your site, ready to be played by millions of people out there. Well, maybe not millions, but hopefully your audience size does get up to millions of people there. Now, did you notice how long it took to actually post the episode? Super, 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 super simple. You just upload it, enter the URL or just the file name, and then publish. That's really all it takes to publish your URLs or your podcast episodes. So check these show notes out. And if you want to see the video for this, you can go to com slash 72 and get the video where I explained all of this and that will be a YouTube video that you can come back to and watch. Please share that video with many other people, and that would be great for uh, helping encourage people and learning how to set up PowerPress and really take advantage of all of these awesome features that PowerPress has inside of it. What you do then with this RSS feed that PowerPress gives you from here on out, that's your decision. You could submit that straight to iTunes, or you could run that through FeedBurner first and take advantage of FeedBurner's kind of questionable stats system but do not enable smartcast in feed burner if you've set up all your podcasting settings in powerpress they've designed it really well to handle that for you so you don't need feed burner overriding that and just undoing everything that you spent time doing but that decision is up to you how you do that so this gives you powerpress gives you podcasting capabilities on your site it gives you a mobile friendly html5 player with a flash fallback so that pretty much everybody can play your audio or video podcast as long as you have it in the right format which I recommend mp3 for audio and m4v for video encoded in h.264 or WebMD. it's video is getting more and more complicated all the time and powerpress also gives you these advantages of a podcast only feed and the options that you can set for all of these things of how you want your podcast to appear in iTunes and the descriptions and everything from this. So check it out, the video, and get the show notes for this and links that I mentioned over at theaudacitytopodcast dot com slash seventy two. I also highly recommend that you go over to. Blueberry.com, that's dot ycom and take advantage of their stats over there. And they also have some great hosting packages over there that give you really simple features, like instead of uploading your media files to some other server through FTP or going to a different website or whatever, if you use Blueberry's media hosting services, then you can upload your podcast episode right through your podcast Page or right through your WordPress page as you're writing your show notes. So it's really easy. It keeps it all there, super simple for you. And check them out over at blueberry.com. They are my friends over there, really. I do know several of the developers and the CEO, and I've done some advertising with them. I don't get any money if you use their services. I'm just raving about them because I love their services. And they do a great job over there with the PowerPress plugin and so much more that they offer over at Blueberry.com and thank them for their service. And the best way you can thank them for their service is by paying for their premium services that they offer. So get the links and everything else I mentioned in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 72. It may be a day or so before I can include the video with this post but you can come back and check that out. I want to make sure that the audio gets out as quickly as possible. And then if you need the video, go back and check it out over at com slash 72. If you have podcasting questions that you'd like me to answer in the podcast, email feedback at com. You can also go to theaudacitytopodcast.com. And click the send a voice message tab and record a message right from your computer or your podcasting equipment. You can also email those audio messages to me as well. Feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com. You can also call in to the listener voicemail line at 903-231-2221. And if you want to talk about the content that I shared in this episode, check out theaudacitypodcast.com slash 72 Please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash vramenoodle. And if you need podcast cover art, go check out podcastcoverart.com. And if you need any other design services, I would be happy to help you design your website, get you set up or anything like that for you at different rates and different levels. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, and now that I can take a breath, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like Clean Comedy, our Once Upon a Time podcast, and more at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Tech Podcast, by the way, is owned by Raw Voice, who owns Blueberry. So Tech Podcasts and Blueberry are best friends. Maybe they're even twins, or maybe they're split personalities of the same place. But check out techpodcast.com, because there are so many cool tech podcasts over there, and they're all clean and family-friendly, which I really appreciate. So check them out at techpodcasts.com.